Welcome to Much More Muchier with Pup Duffy and Kara Lane, an Odd Imagination production. Guys, I am here with Anna Shields and Bruce Wemple. We're going to be talking about their film coming out in June. It's already in the festivals, but it's coming out for everybody to watch in June. It's called First Contact. The film, it's more than just an alien story. I want to jump right in and say that. It to me, it's like you took away what tiny humanity we've seen in other alien films. Oh, spoiler alert, it's about aliens. But um, Bruce, you're the writer and director of this. Where did this idea come from? So I think this script was first written. We wrote it in about 2019, I think. And I think we kind of had plans to make the script as it was at that time, which it was a little different. Um, and then, you know, the pandemic hit and everything shut down. And after that, you know, we shifted to some some different projects. And then about, you know, another year went by and we started looking at this again. I think what was great about that was to be able to, you know, take a year off from the script. And at the time, I think we were very happy with the script ready to go. And, you know, a year without looking at it actually opened our eyes a little bit. And we looked at it and we're like, this is still, we really want to make this great, but there are, there is room for improvement here, which was awesome. And we fixed a couple things and we really, you know, beefed up, you know, the family dynamic part of it and, and all of that and, uh, and made something that I think we're all really proud of at the end. Absolutely. And there's something about this type of film that lends itself to filming outside. So that's kind of nice. <laughs> Oh, totally. And, and and this kind of thing, I think when we got the green light for production, it was all about finding, you know, the right farmhouse. Because it, it, I, I, I can name a bunch, but I think farmhouse alien movies, it's a genre of itself and, uh, and in itself. And they're like, all right, we got to find something, something that fits that vibe, something that has the space outside of it. It has the views and it feels old and everything. And we once we did find that place, I think a lot of the other stuff kind of came together. Right. Absolutely. And you're right about, I don't want to call it a trope because it makes perfect sense. If I'm an alien, I'm not going to land in the middle of a city, right? I'm going to, I'm going to land where it's, where it looks like it's rural, it's open to where I'm not, you know, inundated with people immediately. So it makes the farmhouse, uh, the idea makes sense, honestly. Absolutely. And the contrast between, you know, a farm, you know, a farmhouse and that kind of thing. And you put that up against, you know, a, whether it's a spaceship or some big sci-fi technological thing, you know, putting those two together, there's something that makes, that humanizes the situation a lot more than, uh, than you know, if the spaceship is landing over, you know, some tech building or some, you know, some city or something like that. Right, where it can, that can make it creepier. It yeah. can make it creepier too, because you can relate to it. Yeah. Right, and and you're onto something with like, if it landed in the city, instantly vaporized, <laughs> you know? <laughs> base, that'll work. Yeah. And yeah. Casey, see, I'm sorry, Anna plays the part of Casey and you, you mentioned the, the family aspect of it. And Anna, your character goes through some stuff honestly but you managed to portray this is still my family this is still you know our life no matter what is taking over and I think that's really cool how did you come to this project uh Bruce and I met a while back um yeah he was working at 
a company that did kind of training videos and we met on that these years ago. We did a, a couple films after that, just hit it off. And then um, with this one, it was just a part that I could fill and uh, I was happy to do it. So yeah, no, it's great though. I always love collaborating with Bruce. It's amazing. He runs a great set and uh, yeah, I just, I read the script, I loved it. And I had read the earlier drafts as well too. And I loved it back then too. And uh, yeah, I was excited to be a part of it. It was right up your alley. Exactly. Well, I thought you looked familiar. I think I've seen you on some CVS training videos. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I'm known for, you know. <laughs> You're wearing the pharmacist jacket. Yeah. yeah. Oh, perfect. Well, I wanted to ask also, Bruce, you said that you, you revamped the script a little bit. Did you find that, even though it was only a couple of years, did you find that you had to update it, so to speak? A little bit. Yeah. The, um the yeah i think there's it's not a very political movie but there's definitely a little bit of those undertones in there and um and i think you know it was interesting that i think the original draft of those political undertones were a little more obvious mm -hmm. and i think after the last couple years i think i realized in the, in the final draft i'm like i don't have to necessarily bring these out so so overtly and it doesn't have to really be at the service and I think those themes if people want to take away those those sort of themes that are in the movie that's up to them but they are there um but I I think coming back to it with you know everything the world has been through and maybe some of the conspiracy theory stuff and um and some of the you know alienation and and you know isolation and um yeah, and, and and you know there, got, there's other stuff in there, but I really kind of leaned into let's let's let the audience pick that up if they want to. If not, they can just as easily enjoy a uh, alien horror family sci-fi movie if that's all they want from it. You're you're not force feeding exactly. people, offering samples if they want it. Yeah, I, yeah. and right, you can if you're paying attention and you're not just like you know flying high through the movie, you can definitely get the messages, and I think it's. I think it's really cool because George Orwell did it, right? Yes. It's like, you think that book was really about the animals? No, <laughs> no, yeah. but it's, people will take it more, um, they'll take it better if it's a gentler hand, so to speak, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think, yeah, they'll, again, if if, if you don't want to see it and you're not looking for it, I, I think there's a version of, you know, not the audience member that watches it and just enjoys it for exactly what it is. And then and that's a horror monster movie and that's family dynamics. And I think where I realized in that new draft was like, let's let the character's decisions and morally kind of where the characters go with things and, and how they react to kind of a global situation, but in a very isolated environment. Mm -hmm. Let's let their decisions kind of guide, you know, however, and I don't even think it's political. I think it's just like a very human way of looking at things without, you know, while still trying to get to a message in there that, you know, the audience can receive or not receive, depending on who it is. Yeah, and it's, uh, there's definitely parts that are like a reflection of current events, honestly. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're not going to go on a tangent, but we could. but it's it's not it's easier to inform or educate someone when they want it yep. if they're off to it forget about it you're just going to bang your head against the wall honestly 
Yeah. And maybe it's something that, you know, they, they enjoyed the movie and it's only in hindsight they start realizing maybe there were those things. And maybe it's not, they don't interpret it politically. And I don't really want it to be interpreted like as a polit, it's not a political movie, by no means is a political movie. Um, but they interpret, you know, some of the feelings of just like, if some, if there is this panic that's happening, how do you react to it? And in people react in all sorts of different ways. And what's true to you, your family, what, uh, what, you know, there's might be issues that are already on in this movie on earth and that are already around you that you're so busy looking at some big kind of global, not even more global macro issue that you don't see, you know, the horror, the dangers that are kind of right in front of you. Right. Absolutely. And you see politicians yeah. not going on a tangent, I swear to God, but you do see politicians doing that all the time, make uh, passing laws about crap, let me not cuss, crap that the average person, the average American doesn't care about. We care about, you know, the fact that groceries are expensive. You know what I mean? It's like people, you're, what you said is absolutely true. No tangent. People are so focused on the big, loud fireworks. Absolutely. And that's kind of what separates everyone. At the end of the day, everyone has to choose one big side or other, based, sometimes based on issues that are more designed to, uh, you know, kind of uh, be inflammatory more than they necessarily should be. And then, you know, whereas I think people, you know, at the end of the day, definitely have more in common than than we kind of read in the news. So, yeah. And to, to bring Anna back into it, it's something in the film that is like, again, going back to family in current events, people are just, most people, most normal smart people, we're worried about our families. We're worried about our homes, our little, what do you call it? A microcosm, right? Mm, yeah. And anything that could threaten to it, you know, if you're part of the queer community, if you have, you know, if you're POC, if you, and that's when our little antennas, no pun intended, I guess, but our antennas go up and we're like, wait a minute, what did they just say? And then we step out of our little box a little bit. Anna, I wanted to ask you, do you believe in aliens? Is this <laughs> or do you now <laughs> no 100 percent. i uh i always say this but i'm i i believe in a lot of things so i'm probably not the best person to ask i believe in ghosts and everything but yeah i think there's there's no way we're the only intelligent beings in the entire universe like that's nuts and like yeah maybe they haven't wanted to contact us for several reasons i could understand yeah but yes 100 percent. i believe in aliens well, I just love you a thousand percent more because yes, I feel the same way. I feel like you can even put that across the board. Like if you're religious, so you want to say that a loving God only created this rock. And then mm. if you're not, that it was an explosion in the universe, but only on this rock, it's like, it doesn't make sense. <clears throat> it doesn't make, I mean, mushrooms can make music. So <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I need to I need to look that up later. I want to hear more about that. <laughs> it's beautiful and creepy at the same time. I don't know. If, I don't know if this is true, but I think I heard like it's our closest uh, relative in like nature, mushrooms and humans. Okay, wow. is it the hair? It's the hair. It must be. The hair. <laughs> it must be the hair. And but I think yeah, open your. Well, that's a problem anyways, but open your minds to the idea of something else other than, you know, 
and something that you guys did in the film that I thought was really cool, you had like the the news alerts, which I kind of I kind of was traumatized by. But no, it's it was because people are like, and this might not be uh, you know a political point that was wanting to be made, but it was just like people were fleeing from something different, right? It was something they didn't understand, they didn't scare, they were scared of. And I thought it was just really cool the way you guys did that. Yeah, the uh, there's that the opening credit sequence too. Is I, there was a uh, there there's a talk show host in there in that opening credit sequence, and uh, I'm not even sure if his name is in there, but it was I think it was Chip Robinson was his actual name. It was like Chips Ahoy with Chip Robinson, and it was designed as a very kind of uh, Bill O'Reilly esque sort of um, thing. And he of course had to have a scientist on there, and the way they got back. I, the two actors um, that did that, I they kind of had a basic outline how to how to treat that, um, and just knowing those archetypes, I guess you know the big bully Osa talk show and the the scientist they they gave me you know like thirty minutes of material just kind of improving going back and forth that we used in there, but I think that was kind of designed to show that like again no matter what side of like if there are aliens coming. Everyone is going to have a hot take about it, no matter what. And you're going to kind of get forced to a thousand percent commit to one hot take or the other hot take. And kind of it was showing just like no one is giving any sort of balanced middle ground view on what's going on. Besides the scientists, the scientists, the, the, they could, uh, yeah, and, and of course, no one listens to him. But everyone else is like either it's a hoax. There's nothing in there. There's no aliens or this is aliens we need to get our nukes ready we need to do this we need to do that and, and it's just showing that you know that 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 new sequence the panic just will do crazy things to people and then or you had the cult guy as well or the or they start a cult and think it's you know the second coming so <laughs> well and it is it is a definite uh like i said reference to current events because it's always absolute right no yeah. matter what from. it's an absolute like you said hot take about and god forbid we trust in science my god what are you <laughs> yeah yeah no I, I, and i think that that's just i mean you know anyone social media you know hot takes are everything right now if you don't have a hot take you're not getting clicks and then you know so mm -hmm. you know every we live in a world of hot takes right now so that's that's kind of a bummer but that's that's where we're at <laughs> right we, li we live in a, a society where people film in their cars about how they're not going to target because you know there's pride apparel in there it's like yeah. bitch nobody cares <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah no absolutely absolutely no it's um yeah and and like i said that 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 was kind of uh yeah it's it's weird you know when when an issue so i mean the pandemic was that actually was interesting too like like i said we wrote this before the pandemic and i think a lot of other productions kind of had this same experience where maybe a production that got shut down because you weren't, you know, you weren't able to shoot during during that 2020 region. And suddenly mm -hmm. everything they written was kind of had a new context to it and had all these, you know, parallels that weren't necessarily intended, but, you know, are all of a sudden there. And that was kind of the same case here. And we didn't really change the script to lean into that by any means. I think, like I was saying before, it was it was there since the beginning. I think it was just there because any issue kind of has that same effect. Um, I think it's just more obvious in the 
you know, after after a big moment like that. Right, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think it's fair to say that if aliens were to come to this country, at least, uh, people would freak the freak the hell out and they wouldn't be able to handle it because they couldn't even handle COVID. <laughs> you know, it's like, I've never, I don't think, you know, when polio was prevalent, I don't think people were writing letters to each other arguing about whether they should, you know what I mean? It's like, I've never seen an illness it, with the exception of maybe smallpox uh, that people wanted to fight about how it wasn't a big deal or how it was taking away their rights. It's like, it's a sickness. <laughs> it's, it's a virus, I think, you know, it's like, why are we arguing? So no, I don't think aliens would come to America. I think they'd be like, they didn't even handle a pandemic well. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and you're right. Everything gets politicized like that. But, and then, and it's gross. And no, it did. Well, no. it, now it's a new conspiracy theory. Aliens were the ones who did COVID and uh, they were just testing. Know, we handled it. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Well, if it was an intelligence test, then they got their results. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, that that absolutely is, is it. And the other thing we kind of were talking about and, and in the movie kind of gets into this is like, it's not there. Again, this is spoilery. So what, but the aliens are never the threat in the movie. It's it's a extra, we call it extra dimensional species that was here on earth before we were. Um, and the movie kind of gets into that. Like, you know, the idea that we're alone in the universe is, is crazy. Um, I mean, maybe it's true, but it's, numbers and everything chances are if we we probably aren't alone who knows if we'll actually make any first contact but the other thing is that like we as humans we've been around for such a short amount of time compared to not only the you know the the length of uh you know the earth's lifespan but like the universe's lifespan so all of that kind of stuff we're just such a blip in there that you know we might be alone right now but that's not to say you know there haven't been many other intelligent civilizations or an, another intelligent civilization that just also is on some other planet but you know doesn't have the technology or whatever um right. you know it, it's it's a little crazy to think that uh that we're just that happy of an accident that uh you know we are the only ones that uh, this happened to oh that's the arrogance for me you yeah. know yeah. well and listen i know quite a few people who believe that like the pyramids are you know from ancient aliens that's a theory I can get behind, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But then I'm like, then I'm like empathetic and I'm like, well, that's kind of hurtful to the, the slaves that probably did build it. You know, it's like, I don't know what to say, but I think it's a harmless, I guess, conspiracy theory. And the other thing was with the film, it kind of highlighted for me specifically how people react to outsiders, right? Mm -hmm. So like, we have to be afraid of it. We have to think that they have the worst intentions. And with spoiler, with the the thing you just said a moment ago, it's often in your own house, so to speak. Right. Yeah. The, the isolationism and the nationalism side of things was actually the part that was way more apparent in that first draft. That that was the theme that was that was I I think when we revisited it, we have to like, you know, this it's not. It's there. It's already there. We don't have to highlight it and circle it at with as big as and and like you said, I think you gathered that, which is great. 
I think a lot of other people don't have, you don't have to gather to enjoy the movie, which is awesome. Um, but it's there if you want to see it. And 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 that that's that's what we're going for. And that, that just comes down to the different um mentalities of viewers, I guess. Sure, sure. Absolutely. So the film is out June. Do you have a date on it or is it just June right now? June 6th is available on most rental platforms and all that. Awesome. Well, Anna, what is up next for you? Um, I've been doing a lot of writing lately, trying to just be in the creative process, get the next thing going. So that's kind of where I'm at. It's all horror, of course. That's my favorite. I can't wait to see what comes. Okay. Anna, can people follow you on social media? Sure, yeah. <laughs> I just, I pretty much only use Instagram. I'm hi banana Anna. Oh, wait. That's hi. Me. <laughs> Yes, huh. H-I, like, hello, hi, banana, Anna. Okay, I gotta write that down, hold on, banana. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but does anybody else use the Gwen Stefani to spell banana, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta use whatever works, you gotta use it. Well, I think I'm still at the point where like when you're looking for something and you're like a b c b yeah it's you know sesame street raised us well that's all i'm saying yeah i don't think anyone can ever say this is bananas even or this shit is bananas without immediately jumping <laughs> yeah. into <the> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. bruce what is up next for you um there hasn't been put out there yet so i don't want to get too far ahead but we have a action horror movie that's coming out in august um again i don't there hasn't been a press release or anything so again but um yeah it's a fun action horror movie um and uh other than that um yeah that's uh just kind of seeing like anna just just taking a little break for this, a little bit and uh doing some writing and uh seeing what happens next guys well thank you so much for joining me it has been fun and oh, thank I, you. I feel thank like you. we have so many probably film related tangents. So I'm going to have to have you guys back. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey. Absolutely. No, thank you so much. It's great. Awesome. Yeah. Have a good night. This has been an Odd Imagination production. Here at Odd Imagination, you'll find book, film, television, and product reviews, as well as roundtable discussions, current events, and hot topics. We are advocates for equality and the freedom to be who you are, no matter what. Aut Imagination gets its name from autism and imagination, two things that are very important to us. If you would like more information on Aut Imagination and the podcasts that we host on our website, you can visit autimagination.org, A-U-T-I-M-A-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N dot org.